Okay, it's the Chicago Bears. Dan Hampton, an Arkansas Razorback, who played as a Chicago Bears defensive tackle from 79 to 90, elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 02. Ed Obradovich, the U of I, I, and I drafted to the Bears in 1962, part of the NFL Championship team of 1963. Glenn Kozlowski, BYU Cougar, who played six years on the Bears, specializing in special teams and wide receiver. Mark Carmen. You, Mark Carmen. Yeah. You're just a sexy young guy that doesn't know a, a damn thing. Welcome to the Hamp and OB Show with Cause, Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage, 720 WGN. Let's call this the pre-postgame show. 2.37 to go at Soldier Field. New England, 38. The Bears, 31. New England, the football inside Bears territory, as we'll get the full postgame show going on in a second. But uh, let me get you caught up if you missed the action today as to uh, what's going on, how the Bears are trailing by a touchdown here. There's a lot of good here today. Uh, and then there is the up-and-down play from the quarterback. Mitchell Trubisky today is 22 of 45 for 254 yards. He's thrown a couple of touchdown passes. He just threw another one to Trey Burton to make it 38-31. But he's also been picked off twice, and he has missed a boatload of wide receivers slash tight ends and thrown a running back or two as the accuracy has not been there today. Now, he came into today with a completion percentage of 70.2%. That's fourth best in the NFL. Pretty impressive. However, you're doing it against the last two weeks, at least Tampa Bay, whose secondary is horrendous, and the Dolphins, who are not much better. Today, with the Patriots, I wouldn't call them a defensive juggernaut, but... Bill Belichick is excellent at strategizing and confusing, and I don't know if it's perhaps just a little bit of extra pressure today or whatever you want to call it, but it hasn't been Trubisky's best day, to say the least. Uh, The defense, you know, uh, 38 points on the board. That says a lot right there. Brady has done this before. He'll do it again, and he's doing it today. 25 of 36, 277 yards. He's thrown three touchdown passes. The Bears have picked him off, and they did that late in the fourth quarter, which led to the last touchdown, keeping the Bears in the game. But uh, right now, Brady is driving down the field as the Patriots pick up first downs. The Bears are out of timeouts, and we're kicking down to the two-minute warning. So, one more first down, and this ball game will be over. It's second and eight around the Bears' 40-yard line. Uh Big picture, you're competitive with New England, right? Big picture, you should have won last week against the Dolphins. Big picture, you could have easily, should have actually, I should say, beaten Green Bay in week one. Can very well make an argument the Bears, who will most likely are going to be sitting at 3-3, three and three, should at bare minimum be at least 4-2, and two, and you can pump it all the way to 5-1. and one. But this is a young team with a first-year head coach, with a second-year quarterback, and you got some growing pains going on right now. Should not have lost week one, up 20 on the Packers. Shouldn't have lost last week. 
Big-time interception by Trubisky in the end zone was a killer, and uh, the Bears ran out of gas in the Miami Heat. Positive today, if you want to look at it as a positive. Mitchell Trubisky on the ground, six carries for 81 yards. He had a 39-yarder down to the one-yard line. It was a beautiful run. Stutter step, pause, let defenders go by, started it back up all the way down to the one-yard line. The problem with that is you don't want your quarterback being your best running back. And that's cool, I guess, for a day or a week or even half a season. But when you play football that way, eventually you are going to get hurt. The game is not set up for quarterbacks to run around and have long careers. See see any quarterback, and I would I would start with RG3 at the top of that. It's just not a good way to play football. All right, 38-31, two minutes to go in the ballgame, and uh, we'll continue with the postgame show coming up in a little bit here. On November the 6th, you have the power to influence the course of politics by following the most comprehensive local political news online at chicagotribune.com slash midterns. Hamp, OB, and Kaz will get it going coming on back here, 720 WGN. Back to the Hamp and OB Show with Kaz, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. 720 WGN, Hamp OB with Kaz. We are presented by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. So... It's 38-31, New England the football, well actually New England just punted away, so the Bears the football on their own 20-yard line, 24 seconds to go. Hampo, you feeling a miracle? No, I'm not. And unfortunately, you know, this is a game that New England, you can almost stamp, you know, a victory on. They know what they're doing, they're going to keep the ball in the middle of the field. They're going to basically let you make two or three completions. You will uh, be tackled. The game will be over, and they will be on to the airplane to go back home and figure out how to beat another team that has chances all through the game, and yet we find ways to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, much like a week ago. Well, big man, to me, it's not a mystery. Watch this kid, our quarterback, for four quarters. Watch him miss fire. A top-flight quarterback in this league does not miss his targets. You're right. 100%. Just just want to give you the stats, OB. Mitchell Trubisky is 22 of 45, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Now he's uh, actually make that. He's 24 of 47 after his last two completions, so barely over 50%. The the point point I'm making is he is not an accurate passer, and that is something I said it last week, the week before. You cannot coach this. This kid has to have it. He doesn't have it. We will never, we will never win a Super Bowl with that kid number 10, Trubisky, running our offense. Never. Mark my words. And And Go ahead, ahead, Kaz. Okay. Go, go. No. Go ahead. The tough part is is Pace, our general manager, gave up half of the draft to get this kid, and he he just doesn't have it, and that's the problem. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cause I was over at the stadium today, and it was an electric atmosphere. They, I, I, it couldn't have been a prettier day. I had the the three jet flyover, 
it was incredible what you know what this stage you know came off as wow this is a chance for not only the chicago bears to say we we're big time and we can play with the big boys on our stage but you know what everybody kept saying what do you think and i said the new england patriots are really smart they're not great on defense but they're smart they are going to make you do what you don't want to do and they said well what's that i said our quarterback is going to have to throw the ball with accuracy today. They know that he struggles with that. They're going to make him have to do it. And all through the day, that's exactly what happened. I know he scrambled around like a chicken with his head cut off. I know he did some some cool things about getting the first down here and there. But you're not going to beat Tom Brady with a quarterback running around like a crazy man. I got to tell you, though, they did, they damn near scored a touchdown on the last play. He, and he threw it up for grabs. And uh, the yeah. guy, Kevin White, who has never shown up in the oh last four years, unbelievable! they end up a yard short. But again, in typical uh, Ryan Pace fashion, the guy that he brings in can't finish the job. Okay, so well, hold on. Trubisky just threw a Hail Mary from his own 38-yard line, so he threw it to the one-yard line. Kevin White made his second catch of the year. And got tackled by three Patriots. And spins get around in. and gets to the one yard line. It, hey, you know what? If I'm the New England Patriots, they're saying, "Hey, that guy. He doesn't. They don't throw to him." <laughs> and again, guess what? To his credit, he jumped. He jumped he ball caught it. and spun around and almost scored. You know what? The, the, the bottom That's line here nuts. is that somehow the Bears found a way to stay in this ball game, and and so you got to give them credit for that. But I'm going to tell you what. The stupidity of Nagy, the stupidity of this game plan, and the poor play by Trubisky. And what do I mean by that? His passes. Constantly overthrowing receivers for four quarters. Now let me tell you another thing, folks, that I notice. Okay? Mitch Trubisky, when he comes off the field, he's either standing and talking to somebody, or he's sitting on the bench by himself. Today, if you watched and you saw Tom Brady, when he comes off the field, he goes to the bench. Who do you think is sitting next to him? Their offensive coordinator. Every time Tom Brady comes off. Guess what? Tom Brady's 41 years old. He's in his 19th season. Our quarterback comes off who can't hit a bull in the backside with a scattergun from five yards. He's sitting by himself on the bench or standing alone by himself. I, I'm so aggravated, and, and that's a fact. You don't believe me? Watch this game. Run this game back. I'm, 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 I'm furious. How the hell can you have an offensive coordinator, a head coach, and nobody sits down with Mitch Trubisky a quarterback and talks coach. to him? The quarterback How coach. about the quarterback coach? What the hell is he doing? And again, not to talk in circles, but you got... Brady coming off, again, 19 years in this league, and who's right next to him, and they're talking, is their offensive coordinator. And the stoops we got are not talking to our quarterback, again, who couldn't hit a bull with a shotgun. And when we were waiting to get the ball back, and you kept saying, look at that, look at that. They kept showing him on the bench. You know, Brady, two minutes, one minute. And you're saying, hey, if we get it back, they need to be over there talking to him, saying, look, 
This is what you need to think about. Think about this. We're going to call this play. How's This is what the receiver's going to... Nothing. They're standing around. The kids kind of pouting with his head down. Folks, what Dan just said. I'm sitting there watching this, okay, and he's sitting by himself. And this is, what, a, a, a couple of minutes, minute and a half, minute to go in the game? And he's sitting there. My God, if they get that ball... That offensive coordinator, if it's Nagy or whoever it should have been, should have been sitting with him and saying, okay, we're going to get the ball back with a minute and ten seconds. Here's And if it's this, is in this area we get the ball, this is what we're going to do. If it's here, this is what we're going to do. The next play goes on, and you address it each play. But you're next to him, you're going through it. Because why? Because there's basically no time left in the game. And you got to be ready. He's sitting on the bench, not a coach there. You telling me this is a well-coached team? Two weeks they had to prepare for Miami. We went down there. Two weeks to prepare for them. Five starters out of Miami's team. Five starters didn't start for them. Again, two weeks to go down there. And you know how many yards we accumulated in the first half of that game, folks? Running and passing. 54! You tell me this coaching staff knows what the hell they're doing. They're a bunch of stumble bums. And, and this is trivial. We invite you to call 312-981-7200. If you want to go... End the- of the game. Sure. Kevin White makes his second catch of the season, right? And and comes up a yard short. So we could have maybe tied the game if he could have figured out a way to get in the end zone. After the game's over, he's smiling, hugging, hugging another guy from New England. Explain to me the mentality of a professional football player, Ed, that can hug and smile at somebody after you came a yard short from being the man. Explain it to me. How does that happen? He's just being you. Yeah, I yeah, guess so. That's the deal. He's being who he is. Be you. Okay, Kevin, you, you've been basically a bust out for four years. You actually are pressed into duty because Robinson's out and you make a, a great catch. And now it's all hugs and kisses and patting your buddies. Even on the, though you came up a yard short, yeah. a yard short. But that's I the would, I would, What's the NFL? I would. I. It would haunt me for the rest of my life to come up a yard short like Again, that. This, this is would have been. This game would have been such a great victory for the Chicago Bears. I mean, George Hallis, you know, basically started this league and kept it going in the 30s and 40s, giving other owners monies to stay alive. Right. And this would have been one of the better victories. Why? Because of Bill Belichick. They've been, what, to nine Super Bowls, won five. Brady, 19 years old. I mean, 19 years in the league. He's still on the top of his game. We're at home and our fans. What a victory this could have been. What a victory. But again, you look at the game plan, and you look at the passing of our starting quarterback, and then in crunch time, you can't find a coach near Trubisky. Folks, that... To me, that border's criminal. Please, if you don't, get the films and look at it. Watch, I can't say it enough, Brady sitting next to his offensive coordinator, Trubisky sitting next to nobody. And and the game is on the line, folks. It's on the line. I can't express how furious I am about the sheer stupidity of this coaching staff. 
All right, three one. And you can't put it any other way. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. As uh, the uh, the fury was uh, sparked even further by Bartolini's restaurant and catering and banquets it was delicious. The uh, the pizzas today, the meatball, the ten pound meatball sandwich was in effect. Bartolini's one four four two zero South Pulaski in Midlothian seven zero eight three nine six two three three three. We'll take a bunch of calls coming up after the three thirty news. Bears lose to the Patriots thirty eight thirty one. It is a uh, Three and three Chicago Bears team. And one more reminder, team. Now more than ever, we do need to turn to someone we trust. Especially Chase Daniels. That's who we need to turn to. Well, well, perhaps, I don't, that's not happening. But especially what if I was protecting our family, Jeff Vukovic. Vuk! He knows insurance. You can check out jeffvook.com because Nationwide is on your side. It's He's ha- on Vook's side, too. That's exactly right. Three I don't one. know if it's on your side, though, Mark. <laughs> I, I know. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're on me today. Keep, keep it coming. Well, you look good, don't, though, don't in your suit. Don't drive around me at any time. Thank you. Keep your car away from me. I appreciate all of you. We're here till 5.30. Hamp will be in Kaz on 720 WGN. Touchdown, Bears! Chicago Bears conversation is here. The Hamp and OB Show with Kaz. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. 720 WGN, Hamp, OB with Kaz, presented by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Mark Carmen with you as well. We're on CLTV until 4 o'clock. Uh, the Marconi play we relished is brought to you by Marconi Jardinera. You can put it on everything. Relish all your meals because Marconi makes it better. Anybody got a play that they relish off the top of their head? Look, I, I, there was a, a there was a lot of good stuff for the Bears today, but you know what? It, it, it's almost like on a weekly basis, uh, we you know we're just just we're just off a little bit. But you know, Trubisky, as much as he struggles throwing the ball, there was that one quarterback scramble run down to the uh, goal, almost to the goal line at the. Uh, at the beginning of the uh, third quarter. 39-yard run of the goal line. That yep. basically put us back in position to get back in the game. And, he, and you know, I, I don't know. Th- that was a big play. It was a, it was a, a, a play. What do you got? Uh, anything, OB? No, I'll, uh, go ahead. Uh, I got you. So Trubisky, for the record, ran for 81 yards today, which is the most rushing by a Bears quarterback since Cade McNown, who had 87 against the Vikings in 2000. Which now, another you, quarterback that couldn't find a receiver right. and uh, ran like a chicken with his head cut off. But So we're going at the quarterback yeah. here. For just uh, Look, Mitchell Trubisky came into today with a completion – came into today no longer, but he came into today with a completion percentage of 70.2. That's number four coming into today in the NFL. He had a passer rating of 105.6, which is seventh. And last year, that would have placed him number one in all of football. Now – we're going at him, and OB, I know you want to address the numbers. Well, it's, it's, it's very simple. You watch what, what are we, guys, offensively? We're a run-the-football, dink-and-dunk, and trick-play team. That's what we are so yep. far. We're a <clears throat> run-the-ball, trick-play, and dink-and-dunk the ball. Gimmick. All right? Yeah, it's a gimmick we're, offense. We're afraid to go to a, a, a fly pattern, <coughs> excuse me, a deep post, flood a zone, a deep zone, we don't do anything like that, all right? So I will give you that, but I have an answer for it. We're a, just what I told you, okay? Now, let me ask you and all the other wonderful pundits out there, who do you want to have on your football team? Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, 
or how about Patrick Mahomes, or do you want Mitch Trubisky? Give me an answer. I you don't have to. You're, uh, you're, you're preaching the choir over here, Ob. I listen. Well, that's it's my a answer Hobson's to choice. With them. We, we won't. We don't have those guys. We'd never have those guys. If you want to know what? Another yep. thing. Yep. Statistics are for the losers. That's another thing. Well, and I think what every what we're trying to say, folks, is. Trubisky comes in, fourth-rated quarterback in the league with a 70% completion rate. It's all dink and dunk. You know, he, oh, threw, a, he, he threw a flat pass to Cohen today that, that Cohen outran everybody to the corner of the end zone. Oh, boy, it looks great on the stat sheet. He's lucky New England didn't have anybody out there containing. It was a simple play to uh, stop. You never see him throw a post pattern. Very seldom a fly pattern. We never flood a zone. Today is the first time we went over the middle, and I forget number 80. What is his name? Trey Burton. Uh, Trey Burton. Our, Trey Burton, our tight end. Nobody covered him. The guy must have caught eight passes over the middle. But I'll tell you, outside of that, that is a fact. We are a dink and dunk, trick football team. And that's what we've been doing. You do not get to the Super Bowl by playing but that to, kind of football. But all that being said, we're going to get right to the callers. But, hey, we got up 14 points on special teams today. A kick return for a touchdown and a block punt for a scoop and score touchdown. You take those away, we win the game. So, I mean, this team is not devoid of opportunities and ability, but those Gifts plays happen. You can't change it. You've got to overcome every it. Day. And That's... the only way you overcome it is with a quarterback that doesn't dink and dunk, a quarterback that goes down the field for the jugular to score points. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. We also have another ninety nine in the studio today. Jason Buck, who was uh, first round draft pick of the Cincinnati Bengals, played for the Redskins, won a Super Bowl. Sitting with us today, and you guys were having a great conversation. You, of course, uh, buddies with Cos, which uh, could be a good thing or maybe not, depending on how you look <laughs> at it. Double edged sword. Him. <laughs> what, what, what's uh, give us your? You're not uh, as invested in the Bears on a daily basis. Take that these guys are. Uh, we're all sitting here in. Oh no! I mean, Cos and I go back to college. I got to play here in Soldier Field against Kozlowski and Hampton and Harbaugh back in '89 when I was with the Bengals before I went to the Redskins. So, uh, yeah, I'm not up on top of the Bears as much as you know, you guys here, obviously. But you know, just outside looking at this today. I mean, the first thing I pick up is the special teams play. I mean, right there, that's. I mean, you throw 14 points on special teams, you're not going to win very many games doing that. Yeah, that was. You know, you go up 17-7, and then you give up a 95-yard kickoff return to Cordero Patterson. Excuse me. That that. Uh, I mean, I'm going to say it's a it's a huge. Uh, hey, wait, wait a minute. We're not even talking about this. At the end of the first half. We had to ball it to 40, and we don't have our $16 million, $15 million kicker attempt a 57-yard field goal. That was, the last second. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 57 yards in the NFL ain't that big a deal these days. A competent kicker that's making $15 million, you give him a chance, especially after he blew the one last week. Well, that's another collapse on special teams. Chris Tabor. It's a great point by him. I think you've got to put it, put it in Matt Nagy there, too. What are you doing? If you're not gonna kick the if you're not gonna kick the field goal, then you're gonna throw a Hail Mary into the end zone and hope for a touchdown. Instead they threw a little drop off pass to Tariq Cohn. For garbage stats, so people like you will be impressed with the seventy percent completion ratio. Exactly. Exactly, Mark Carmen. And Dan is right. Boom. Exactly right. What about the plays before trying to go downfield, try to pick up the necessary yardage to do some damage? Which again we just we just don't do. And I tell you what, again, what a wonderful victory this would have been. 
for just for the Bears organization and especially for the greatest fans fans on this planet and all Green Bay and, and Kansas, you're all wonderful and I, and I understand all that. There's nobody. This man, George Hallis, started this league and, and, and this is, to me, the best franchise in football. And again, what a victory this would have been. And it, it got out of our hands, again, through certain things that happened in the game, you know, kickoff return, etc., but that's football. That's going to happen. Those things are going to happen. But what what absolutely infuriated me, <coughs> excuse me, what infuriated me about what's going on late in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter is nobody who is a coach, a coordinator, or a quarterback coach talking with our guy, Mitch Trubisky. He's not a 10-8-year veteran. This is his second year. We're in a tight situation. We got a chance to beat the great New England Patriots. And he's sitting on the bench, and there's not one coach talking to this kid. Tell me I'm wrong. No, 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 no. It's a further illustration and exhibit A about this BU nonsense of the head coach not realizing, first and foremost, this quarterback is way far away from being not only competent, but qualified to win. So at any at any juncture, the, he should be over there talking to him. I don't care if you're up 10 points. Go over there and talk to the damn kid and say, you know what, you're throwing the ball behind receivers. Three different times you're throwing the ball to the other team in the end zone. Thank God they can't catch it. But he didn't, nobody talks to him. It's like he's God on the bench. Ooh, stay away. Brady, we're up. they were up 14 points on us, and he comes off the field. And where does he go? They go to the bench, and then they get the shot of him. And who is he talking to? Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, who just happens to be, folks, their offensive coordinator. Every time he comes off, that's what happens. Watch us. Watch our coaching staff and our head coach. And you tell me that this coaching staff is preparing this team the proper way to get ready to go out on a Sunday and win a football game, just like we did when we went down to Miami. Five starters out on Miami. We go down there and they get we they hand it to us. You know, you, you can't you can't right there, you can't compare coaching management of the game, you know, from Belichick to Chicago in this game. I mean you see the mistakes yeah, sure. right before halftime and not managing that potential field goal, you know, talking to the quarter young quarterback on the sideline on the bench. I mean all those type of things. That is not happening over on Belichick's staff. Right? Exactly. Game management. But you know what wouldn't it have been nice? And again, as I said in the opening segment, it's been a long time since we've had a marquee game here in Chicago that actually meant something. The big stage wouldn't have been, even if they didn't want to be themselves, act like they were trying to talk to the quarterback. You know, you're looking at the other guy. Oh, he's talking to his quarterback. Hey, we better go talk to our quarterback. We don't even act like we know what we're doing. 38-31, Patriots beat the Bears. We'll take a quick time out. We will get to your calls coming on back here as the Bears are now 3-3. Three and three. Patriots, Patriots improved and, five. Oh, by the way, you know where they are in the uh, conference now? Not in first place. Take a guess. Look it up. Because... Last. Stay, exactly. Stay positive, cuz. I am, but I'm just telling you the truth. Then you're being entirely too negative. Exactly well, it's the right. the truth. 720 WGN. Desperation mode for Chicago. Rush coming. Trubisky steps up. Trubisky uncorks. Deep ball on the way. It is caught. But he couldn't get in. Stopped at the one. The Bears will 
Chicago came that close to a miracle toss. That is Ian Eagle on the call. CBS Sports. Dan Fouts doing a nice job today. Bears lose to the Patriots 38-31. Who brought it? Is sponsored by the Blue Cross Blue Shield card of Illinois. You know what to bring. Hampo Bear? Well, it's got to be Trey Burton. And, you know, this is a, a. He was. Okay. This was a big offseason signing for Ryan Pace. He gave this kid $20 million guaranteed from signing him off of the world champion Philadelphia Eagles. He comes up with his biggest day. And as you said, Obeat. Nobody covered nobody. Well, he was almost basically uncovered. Uh, nine catches, 126 yards uh, on the day, and a touchdown. But yeah, and he, in, in the his touchdown play, to his credit, he basically takes the corner and puts him on his can and runs into the corner of the end zone for an easy uh, toss and catch. But virtually nothing really worked on our offense today. But here's the deal. We're going to get to the phones. But, guys, here's the point. Trubisky not being accurate guts a football team. And I'm right. trying to – okay, when you're playing in a golf scramble, three guys, four guys, and then everybody's got a four-foot birdie putt. The miss, the second guy missed. Third, okay, well, the really good player, he'll make it. He misses it. Now everybody's like, what the – well, it's the same thing. When your quarterback misses, give me toss and, and catch uh, you know, type plays – Everything on the offense starts breaking down. The reason Kevin White had to catch that at the two-yard line and was stopped was earlier in that little sequence at the very end of the game. Remember they threw a one-yard route to Cohen? Right. Why why wasn't it three yards? Why can't you get the five yards deep? You know, and then get out of bounds. Then then he would have had, you see, a little means a lot. And unfortunately, Trubisky, as you say, OB, his being so inaccurate is the Achilles heel of this team. Bill Belichick recognized that, and he made us have to you know, prove it and put it on display today. The other side that we haven't gotten to also is the look. The Bears, now they gave up 14 special teams, but 38 points on the board this week. They've had one sack the last two games. Khalil, Khalil Mack got hurt. Khalil Mack got hurt, and the whole thing is apparently falling now, apart. Now, now wait a minute, gentlemen. And Glenn, you know this. People play with hurts. I know. I'll guarantee you a third of this league, every come Sunday, Thursday, whatever it might be, a third of this league is playing with owies. They've got some probably some bad hurts, but they still go out and do it. So let's not... Yeah, well, what I'm getting at, though, is you know he's the kind of guy, it's all about speed for him. Because he doesn't have overall huge strength or anything else, so it's all speed there's, off the edge. There's no question He gets about it. dinged up on his ankle... And he doesn't exist anymore, and this whole defense looks like it's never played. Okay, defense. why has Vic Fangio got him dropping into pass coverage? Because that angle? is, because I mean, this is ridiculous. Bad coaching. It no, is bad. That's coaching. the answer. So and that's that's a big thing. Let's get to the phone. All right, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Let's, uh, Tom. You were first, so that means you're up, pal. Welcome in. Hello, how you doing, guys? Listen, I have two things I want to talk about. Number one, since Trubisky can't hit the side of a barn, apparently from the inside, make him throw and practice those arm falls. That's just what you're saying here. Keep keep doing the same things over and over until they learn them. The second thing is there's two and a half minutes left, right? You know the Patriots are going to run because they were going to run out the ball. Uh-huh. Try tackling guys from the waist for a change instead of up around their shoulders. Right. That, right. That's about all I had to say. It's just so frustrating. Aggravating. But Thank, anyway, I'll listen to you guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. 312-981-7200. Both valid points. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We keep it rolling. Brian on the northwest side, welcome to 720 WGN Hampo B and Cos. Go ahead. 
Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, some of the points I want to talk about, you guys have already talked about. Mitch Trubisky is only in his second year. There's a lot of inexperience. I do believe that, yes, he should be going to the coaches. Actually, the coaches should be going to him and, and tell him, hey, look, this is what you did wrong. This is You did this good, but you have to improve on this. It's, it's, a, it's an ongoing uh, chess game with the quarterback on what he's doing right and or wrong. Um, it, it's, it's, it's lack of experience on his part, but it's a lack of coaching on the coach's part to not to not let him know his mistakes, even though Mitch knows it. This is what you got to work on, and and that's what the, that's that's that goes back to Ryan Pace and 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 um, the coach, the the head coach, as far as not doing what they're supposed to do. I think it was, um, you know, I honestly think the Bears will be eight and eight. They may or may not make the playoffs, but the fact is, is that as long as the coaches start talking to Trubisky and whoever else needs help. That's how, that's how you're going to get better. All right, Brian, All right. appreciate here's, you. Here's the fact of things, okay? And it's, it's, again, what I've said before. This isn't the first time nobody goes over to Trubisky when he comes off the field. This is every quarter, every game so far this year, and it was the same last year when he played. Nobody goes over there. Nobody talks to him. And, and, and again, what did we do? And this is a reference to this gentleman that just called. <coughs> Excuse me. You think this coaching staff is a quality coaching staff, a top-flight coaching staff? Two weeks to get ready for a team that you should have annihilated, and they take victory away from you because of your stupidity? And what went on today? A chance to really make a statement? And we have a quarterback sitting there in a most critical situation where somebody should have been there second by second, minute by minute, hanging with them. Here's what we're going to do if it comes down to this and that. And we didn't. That, again, is poor coaching. It's not good coaching. It's poor coaching. You can't make mistakes like this. Why? Because it's only 16 games, not 162. Text line from the 347, are they allergic to Kevin White? It is interesting that that Josh Bellamy is getting snaps over White at wide receiver. Why would you do that? Because they watch every practice and watch these guys run routes, and White is not very good. That's just the bottom line. Now, that's that's an indictment on our general manager, but the guy is not talented. Wouldn't you he's re- got to be able to separate. He can't do that. Today, you know, he outjumped some people because he's 6'3 and got up and got up. Think, But again, Bellamy, who knows why Bellamy's still on the team. You know, Weems should be out there in my book. But but but, but, but for, wait a minute. Let me, let me just, we're missing something here. Do you guys remember when we're, we go down 14 points and uh, Benny Cunningham, instead of taking a knee and getting the ball in the 25, he brings it out to the 15. But at that point, our quarterback actually starts looking like a more than competent NFL starter. He went four or five on that touchdown drive, I think 40, 53 yards on that, that drive and that, uh, culminated with a touchdown to, uh, uh, to Burton, uh, to uh, Trey Burton. That was the only time. And even, uh, Dan Fouts said, Hey, he threw that with conviction. Hey, he made a good read. He made a good throw. The other 55 minutes of the game, as you said, OB, he looks like he's, you know, lost in space. And why wouldn't a coach go over there and tell him, you're doing this wrong? Absolutely, Dan. Why, why wait till Monday morning to tell him, right? 
hundred percent. I tell you what, if I, I can't, I, I I've given. I, take a break there, Obi. We'll do yeah, it right after news from the five. Patterson. Patterson. He's got track level speed. Patterson is gone. Ninety five yards. Cordero Patterson. Touchdown. It's lost. Ball trying to get scooped up by New England, and they do. Going into the touchdown, Van Noy. Patriots go in front on special teams. Dante Hightower comes firing through for New England. Two huge plays in the Bears' 38-31 loss to the New England Patriots. The Bears now 3-3. Three and three. Uh, you, What makes them huge? Was it because they were Noor, both for touchdowns? Uh, that Van Noy, another pesky BYU uh, Cougar. Did you see what Kaz just did to me? Did the guys just trying to... Tr- of course those were huge plays. Why, 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 why are you calling me out on 14 special teams points, Kaz? Because that's goofy. Everybody knows what happened oh, okay. there. Okay, okay. You see, he struggled during the re. I went over and sat next to him. I see. Now right. he's firing. Right, right. You're, you're now right. I'm ready to get. But, but you're right. Because Mancini Law called me and said, "Look, I got you covered." It, it, you're, you're absolutely right. It is redundant. That's right. that's true. Hey, I, I, oh, we got. Uh, they scored a touchdown on a kickoff Mark. return and blocked a punt. Mark, let me give you that a little might be a big, uh, yeah. big deal in the game. Go to the callers. 312-981-7200. First, though, OB, before we do that, just let's say thank you to Bartolini Restaurant Catering and Banquets, family-owned and operated since 1995. Did you get to that 10-pound meatball there, Hamp? Did you crush it? They were the size of baseballs. The they thing, were awesome. The thing went on forever. 14420 South Pulaski and Midlothian, 708-396-2333. Just one bit of positivity moving forward the new york jets are coming here next week win at buffalo win home with detroit win home really with, home with minnesota coin flip yes i think the bears will win three of the all next i'm four. saying is okay that's good and fine and we will take care yeah, of them down the road think miami was going to be a win too no, yeah, I, didn't. no I didn't and this oh, was a oh, golden yeah. opportunity another okay. blown opportunity by the pigskin grifters when they had a chance to do it they were up 17-7, gave up the... Wait a uh, what the hell was that again, Dan? Our pigskin grifters. Okay. We're making $800 million. Are you kidding? You would have had Miami play the losing game. two. So just stop. I pay. Hey, will you get to the callers? I, I picked the Dolphins last week. It's on tape, Cause John and Fox Lake, what's up here? Welcome to WGN. Hey, uh, thanks a lot. I'm going to rapid fire some things out, and in all due respect here, you know, Mitch... He's not a bad quarterback, and he's learning. Yeah, his passes are a little off, but we need receivers that are going to fight for balls and make catches. I saw a lot of balls go through hands. Secondly, you got you have a defense and special teams that gave up over 30 points two weeks in a row. You're not going to ask Mitch to play PlayStation uh, football here and try and match guys up to score and be what he's not. Why not? The kid is learning. Wait, the, the John, 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 he John, is, are you saying... Hang on, John. John, are you saying... He's got the defensive back when the first three games of the year the defense scored all the touchdowns for the team? Is that what you're saying, John? What I'm so saying now is if, he, you can, he, if, if you have a top five defense, Mitch is going to win you games. But if you're going to have a middle-of-the-road defense that, that like teams are just going to run the ball up and down your throat at six yards a clip, you're not going to win. 
You're, how, how, how can you win giving up 30 points? Where is this defense? Some of this I blame on the coaches. Okay, you could say guys are hurt and, you know, they're not attacking the quarterback. But stop the run at the line. Let's do something here. Where are the safeties? Fair, fair points, John, as far as the defense is concerned. There's no doubt about it. I, I, Good call, John. Well, no, not really, because in the fourth, first four weeks, the defense won every damn game for them. Well, they're playing against, you know, what is it, uh, Kaiser and Green Bay, the you know, after Aaron Rodgers, I mean, they they were forcing clowns into you know looking and, foolish. And Trubinsky and was scoring two touchdowns in four weeks, and then we go down to Miami and Osweiler eats them up for five hundred and thirty yards. Mm-hmm. And this week, we well, we got the greatest, you know, the goat over there, greatest of all time. And you know what? First play of the game, fourteen yard sprint draw right right to the middle of the defense. It was a seven play. 75-yard masterpiece that New England came out and put down on the field and said, you think you're ready for the big time? Where's this defense that we've been hearing about? Oh, that's right, pigskin grifters. The only game that they were both in sync, Trubisky was great against Tampa, the D was great against Tampa, they blew them out 48-10. to 10. Other than that, your defense carried them. The first three weeks of the game of the year. First three games of the year. Defense was the reason we were in the game. Against Deshaun Kaiser and that stiff in Arizona that got benched and they're trying to get rid of him. Bradford. Okay, look at who they're playing, okay? I get all that, but what my point is, for John to come on and say, you know, it's like, look, defense can't win every game. It, it just doesn't work in the NFL. And the special teams gave up two touchdowns today. And you I also, had that on. You also didn't draft a guy number two overall to be, if, he, if you have everything around him so he can game manage you. That's not that's not what he's supposed to and be. He's supposed to be a planet difference. Earth, like OB says. Right, three draft picks. All right, Jason in Florida, you've been waiting for an hour. What's up, Jason? What's up, guys? I agree with the last caller in a lot of ways. Um, the defense doesn't have to win the game, but don't at least don't lose it. I mean, hey, uh, quick question. How many times ballpark did... Uh, Khalil Mack draw back into coverage in this game. A lot. You know, kind of. A ton. Yeah, that's, whatever number it was, it's too many. It should right. be zero. He should be rushing the quarterback every goddamn time. Like, Jason? Vic Fangio is terrible, man. I mean, Vic Fangio is terrible. Jason? Give yeah. me a break. These Hank. guys need to tackle. These guys need to stop the run and just, you know, 24 points. We win every game we've played. Come on. All right, hang on, Jason. Jason, Jason let me tell you something. Uh, now, he's supposedly playing with a bad ankle. All right, uh, he uh, he was in there as far as I could see, only taking out a few plays. But I'm gonna tell you something: if he has a bad ankle, okay, and he's not rushing the passer, that's where he would be more of a direct, more of a direct, like a bull rush or whatever. Dip his shoulder, a lot of things he could have done. And you can do that with a, with a bad ankle that's taped up, okay. But how bad could that ankle be? Where Fangio comes up with defenses that drops him in pass coverages, trying to go against a tight end, a wideout, or a slot back that he has to run with and cover. What that tells me is how dumb is dumb. So you're telling me he has this bad ankle, and of all things you do, you drop him back in coverage, and you expect him to run with a bad ankle against the wideouts and tight ends? You're a fool if you think that. And that's what they did. 
Well, it was am I making sense? Yeah, they didn't give him ninety million dollars to cover the out uh, route by the uh, yeah. tight end. And look, you got to appreciate a guy who wants to gut it out. I know all you guys do, but in, on the other hand, if he if he can't rush, that my my point. He he was obviously healthy enough, and he was going to drop him back in pass coverage. Of just How the hell is he going to cover thing. a back right. running out of the backfield, or then coming across to a tight end going on a on a straight? On a straight fly pattern. My, my point is that he's almost out there like a decoy at that point. Like, okay, okay. So the gimmick oh, offense is now spread to the defense. Vic is the gimmick guy now, right? Oh, we're going to take our ninety million dollar pass rusher and drop him into the flat. Whoa, whoa, that's right. He's got to chase James White, we'll who's one hundred eighty pounds. Oh yeah, <laughs> they need we'll to do it because he has a bad ankle. Yeah, we'll scare him to death with this one. You know, Cos and I were looking at him. Cos pointed it out during the game, and he said, "Look how ineffective Mac is." You know, as a speed player, now that he doesn't have the speed with his injured ankle, and I look right down at him, he's taking on a simple kickout block from a you know H back fullback type block, and he can't. You got to set down on that and squeeze that, and he gets he just gets buckled. He gets buckled. He couldn't shed the block and get off of it, and uh, he he was really ineffective. You got to play hurt. We played hurt back in the day. We played you know we pulled back in the war room and shot up our ankle with Novocaine. Did whatever we had to do to get out there and play. You just did, you had no excuses for it, right? There's no question. You, you about played it. you played hurt and you performed hurt. If you're just joining us, Jason Buck joining us in studio today as well. Good old number ninety nine as well as uh, as Ham played for the Bengals. Hey man, Hampton's ninety nine influenced me picking my number. He was a little older, Except but man, he was I came in out junior high when he picked. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you've yeah. been in your fourth Jason was year, the number though, one draft choice of the Cincinnati Bengals, seventeenth overall, and, and wound up playing for the Washington Redskins. Which yeah. our old, my old teammate Richie Pettibone was our strong side safety when we won the world championship in '63. And he was one of your defensive coaches. Yeah, yeah, he's my D coordinator. Isn't that a small world? Yep. I get to set in here with you yep. after uh, winning a Super Bowl with Richie Pettibone. You got it. Yeah. Three, you got it. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Let's uh let's get Gary in Norwich. Do I'm, I need to come sit next to you to get this done? Uh, okay. I, I, Hampo, you settle down. We got pl- okay. I got I got the, everything under control. Gary, what's up, man? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, just piggybacking on the last two, I was going to call in about Fangio's defense. Really disappointing. The first uh, five of the game was like the, the Bears were the West Chicago High School defense. I mean, they went right through them, scored a touchdown, and everyone's jaw dropped. Like we've been waiting a week for this game. And then uh, we're talking about Mac on defense. What about Floyd? This guy's doing the same thing, but he's not injured. You're right. You know he's. He's downfield covering guys, chasing them, letting them score touchdowns, getting blown over. He's a he's a waste of uh, draft pick too. It's he is. He is. I mean, Thanks, I would Gary. say this at least. Mac, we know when he's healthy, he can bring it. I have okay. never seen Floyd bring it on the football field. Then all he does is get fines and cheap shots. Okay, think about this game today. What was a yard away from being a tie game? Go overtime. So. We're not that far, but we're light years away because we didn't make the place. But think about this. Think about this. Ryan Pace is three number one draft picks. Grade them. Kevin White, okay, he caught a Hail Mary at the F. end, but all, all year, what's he been? An F. Okay, what about Leonard Floyd? An F. Okay, Mitch Trubisky. Other than the Tampa Bay a Tampa Bay game. C. C minus. Okay, most you know of what I'm time. saying? Yeah. I'm just saying. The New England number one draft picks, you know, I don't want to pull them up, but I'm just saying, your number ones, they got to be the lead dogs. They got to be the playmakers. And you know what? We ain't getting it. We ain't getting right, it. Right? 312 981 7200. If you're just joining us, the Patriots beat the Bears 38 31 in one of the 
most sought after tickets in uh, at Soldier Field in I would say the last decade. It was it was unbelievable how many people wanted to go to this game. What were you going to say, OB? You were looking at me. No, go ahead. Okay. No, I, let me tell you this. So little Dan and I, we were over there. We're coming back yeah. about one o'clock. You can't believe the the number of Patriot fans walking back through Grant Park with their jerseys on, walking away from the stadium. What does that tell you? They thought there would be a bunch of tickets available at the stadium. They just buy them, you know, to go in. They, Didn't there wasn't. So evidently, there was a lot of Patriot fans from in, from out of town, wherever. If, if they're from, they couldn't get tickets. This again. This was the the first marquee big time stage show that we had a chance to say we're back in the big. We're not the, we're not the cellar dwellers anymore. We we have you know we're gonna throw our hat in the ring and what do we do? They're Chicago and they're real. Watch Dan Ponce, Lauren Jiggett, Larry Potash, and Robin Baumgarten get real in the morning with the WGN TV Morning News. That is weekdays 4 to 10. Adam Hogue from Soldier Field will be with us after 4.30. Your call's coming up next. And we uh, may hear from the quarterback. We may hear from the head coach as well. Seven twenty. Rather hear from the callers. That too. 720 WGN. This is the Hampton OB Show with Cause. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer. And ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Six games in the book. Bears are 3-3. Three and three. Patriots 38. The Bears 31. Let's do the defensive star of the game, which is brought to you by our Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hampo? Kyle Fuller. And yeah, he's still putting his head down, diving at tackles, but he had an interception, two pass defenses, five tackles. He was... Uh, he was, uh, you know, he wasn't a reason why we didn't win today. But I, you know, I digress. Those guys, you know, at one time we we were leading the, the tie, almost tied for the lead for the interceptions because of the pressure. We're not getting any pressure now, and quite honestly, it, it it's time that that somehow, some way, you know, we can say Keem Hicks is a great player all we want. We need more out of him. Eddie Goldman, uh, 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 Nichols had a big play early in the game to, to force Brady into an errant throw, and uh, and uh, Carson Harris he had a, a one good rush. But when you throw the ball fifty times, three three pass rushes ain't going to do it. Bilal Nichols is. Uh, let's give Ryan Pace some credit. That's a that's a great fifth round pick out of Delaware. But hey, let me ask you guys a yeah. question. Nichols should have been the guy that was uh, Dan. I, you know, nothing against. Uh, what, what's yeah, you're right. You know, he Nichols made a play on the goal line. Played a hell of a game. Yeah, I think what was he a fifth round pick? Yeah, fifth round pick. And I will tell you what, he he came today. But what I think you're seeing now, when when people watch the films of us. You know, you're looking at uh, at Mac at at an in, rushing from a linebacker or an end position or whatever you want to call it, and then who's the guy really causing the problems is Ben Hicks caving that pocket up so the quarterback can't step up, and here he comes around with his speed, and he's either grabbing the quarterback's arm. I'm talking about Mac or catching him back there. Why? Because he can't. So what I saw today, they were stuffing Hicks at the line of scrimmage. That's what I saw. I don't know what anybody else saw, and then I saw Mac. I don't know where the hell he was half the game, to tell you the truth. A couple times he's in, uh, you know, Another. Covering, covering people in, in our in our defensive backfield. Well, clearly clearly, Mac's not healthy. Let me just ask you this question. It's, it's sacrilegious. But wait a minute. They put him on the right side against a guy that's 6'8", 380 pounds today. Okay, you got a bad ankle. Now you're going to make him play against Man Mountain Dean? Well, that that's, well wait a minute. should have been better yet because Man Mountain Dean doesn't move that fast. And he that's his deal. Like got, Jason said, what his number one thing is, is his speed and quickness. 
But it's clear that he's not healthy. I'm asking you, do you sit a guy like that who's clearly... He's, well, wait a minute. Now, what the hell is he doing back in pass coverage? You've got to be quick and have speed and be able to move. Right, so they're trying to get something out of him. That's not working either. It's 70 games in well, a row. Well, that's this... not his strength, Mark. I understand. His strength is getting to that quarterback, and, and... not dropping back and crossing, catching up to a crossing end and running with him. My point Come is, on. If, right? But my point is, if the guy Your point is wrong, if if he can't do it, then why play him? Period. Right? Because if he sits <laughs> for, no with an ankle, you're fine. hey, listen, look, there's a certain code. Okay, right. That's what I'm getting the Breaking the code. You know, right. I've, I've, I've made no bones about this. No pun intended. Brian Erlacher broke a bone the size of a pea in his wrist and took the year off. Come on, that would have never happened on our team. Never. Okay, you got an ankle, unless that thing's in a cast. Your ass is on the field. You're playing. You're making ninety million guaranteed. Get up. Well, how good is he playing? Well, he's got to find a way to to get it done. Three one two nine right. eight. And that's okay. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Do you want him to gut it out? You do, Amp. You, oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, you, but you don't want to put see him in bad uh, spots either, out of the defensive backfield. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. common sense does that make? Yeah. If, if his speed, quickness, and athleticism is minimized with a bad ankle, why put him out in space and it make it more glaringly obvious? Right. That's dumb. Stupid. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. 981 David in Mount Prospect, you want to follow up on the same conversation. Go ahead, man. Absolutely, Dan. David, are you there? I listen to you guys. However, if a guy is not capable of performing 100%, why stick him out there on the field when there's guys that are ready in the freaking halls just waiting to come out and play? You're right. That's how, David, that's how the game is. You, you, the basic line is this. And, Jason, you can jump in on this. The, 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 the player, the love of the game, and the whole thing, when you're hurt, you you go. You take all the treatment you can during the week and everything. And if you you can go, that last and you say you can go, I I can go. And you go out. That's what a true player that loves this game does. That's that's what he does. He plays hurt. And I'll guarantee you, David, in this league, a third of the games, a third of the teams, there's probably a third of the guys playing that are starting are playing with some kind of a hurt. Absolutely. And you, you go out there and you find a way to perform. Now, it takes a great coach to say, let's just say Mac is like, Coach, I've got to go, i got to go, i got to go. You can't. And he steps out there and he just does not play well. A great coach has got to step in and say, look, guy, you are not playing well. You are not performing well. He's got to be spotted early in the first quarter and say, you're out. And the second team guy who should be able to come and perform, he's a paid professional. He's an NFL draft pick. He's a guy waiting in the wings for his chance. He's got to come in there and perform. You got to make that call, even if he's your superstar. If he's not performing, you got to be able to pull him. Okay, here, here's right. here you go, and and you know what? We can circle the square right here. Aaron Lynch, another ninety nine. Okay, oh, he's on the team. How good is he rushing the passer? Ob, I I stand. I said, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, I, well, he does nothing. Well, okay. he sits by uh, um, uh, uh, Mac on the sideline. That's what he does. Okay, and <laughs> to get the camera shot. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I had no idea what the guy does. I I don't. I didn't know if he. I don't know. Okay, and and Leonard Floyd, where the hell is he? These other defensive outside rush men, they can't get it done. So they're by happenstance. I mean, no other choice. They're making Floyd. I mean, uh, uh, Mac have to play. Just real quickly here, one thing. This is show in the seventh week here. This is showing us. The players, to me, I think they're playing their hearts out. They're giving everything they can. 
Where's the problem? In my estimation, the problem lies with our coaches. This coaching staff is not up to snuff for the National Football League. Nationwide's on your side locally. That's our Jeff Vukovic. Thank you. Jeff personalizes your insurance needs. Been doing that for decades. Simply click to jeffvuk.com. Vuk is on your side. Adam Hogue's been out at Soldier Field. We'll talk to him next and get you a quick check of news as well. 720 WGN. This is the Hampton OB Show with Cause. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Hampton OB with Cause as we. Take you till 5.30 today. Bears fall to the Patriots 38-31. Adam Hogue, our Bears reporter, is still out at Soldier Field as uh, he has been in the locker room. The injury report brought to you by the Mancini Law Group. One law firm, one promise, maximum justice, maximum results. Adam, you good want a- me to read that again? Or no, no? You're, hey guys. you're good with is your Is Adam record. trying to get an autograph from Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> He's working no, hard just, to get it. I'm, he ought to. I'm I'm just still at Soldier Field looking for Cleo Mack. Still looking for him. Yeah, well, Leonard Floyd, find him first. Oh. <laughs> hey, Hamp, I enjoyed the musical performance on the uh, Jumbotron today, though. Oh, yeah, well, thank you so much. You know, the, the, back to the game real quick. Adam, you know, and I made this point earlier. It's been a long time since we had a moment, a stage, a marquee game here in Soldier Field where we could say we're legitimate. You know what I'm saying? And for us to not only collapse so badly in special teams, giving up 14 points as a defense, they went right down, they went through us like, you know what, through a goose for a 75-yard drive to start the game. And then for Mitchell Trubisky to be so bad, every I think we had 11 possessions, 10 out of the 11 possessions, he's thrown the ball so erratically. Did they have any words of wisdom? Well, it, it's what you uh, think it is and what I think we're all cringing about, and I agree. I mean, for, they're, they're saying they were one yard short from tying the game, of uh. course, but uh, I know. I, hey, don't worry. I'm not jumping on that train. I, I agree because here's the thing. Uh, the Patriots didn't play that well today. I mean, they made mistake after mistake after mistake. I didn't feel good about this game at all at halftime. Bears were only down four points, but – Think about how many mistakes, and they, they even tried to cough up the ball at their own five-yard line right before the half on the muff punt. The Bears couldn't recover. Uh, and, and, yeah, I think the play of the game has to be the second interception from Mitchell Trubisky. That was a wide-open touchdown there. It happened right in front of me in the press box. I saw the whole thing develop. Anthony Miller was wide open. Should have been a touchdown. He underthrows it. Great play by the defender to pick it off. Uh, give them credit for that, but instead Tom Brady goes down, takes two score lead. There, there were too many squandered opportunities. I never would have predicted that the Bears special teams would give up two touchdowns like they did today. That just has not been an issue so far this season. But all in all, it just adds up to a three phase loss. Offense, quarterback wasn't good. Special teams gave up two touchdowns, and once again, the fourth quarter, defense couldn't tackle anybody. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, you look at everything. <laughs> And it, you summed it up. It's Adam, not really much Adam to say. you sound very negative. Uh, yeah. No, I, well, well, the toughest part is here was the moment for the Bears to establish that, look, we're one of the elite teams in the NFC, and, you know, everybody can say what they want, but here's our chance. Uh, this is the Patriots. This is a team that goes to the uh, Super Bowl. They don't win it all the time, but they go to the Super Bowl all the time. 
And we had lots of opportunities, but yet when it, well, it was all said and done, they could say they're one yard short, but give me a break. New yep. England was awful, and the Bears still couldn't beat them. What did, uh, what did Mitchell Trubisky have to say after the game, Adam? Uh, he, he was harder on himself than Nagy was on him, if that makes sense. Nagy tried to say, oh, look, I love this decision-making. Uh, I mean, Nagy admitted that he missed too many throws. It's not like he tried to couch that at all. Uh, you know, he called out the missed throws. He said he, said he was inaccurate. But uh, he also tried to give him a lot of credit for some of the decisions he made and tucking the ball early in the game when he was running. But it, I, I Mitch realized he missed way too many throws in this game. and um, He does I that mean, every I week. I don't know what else there is to say. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, look, he should he have had every week. He should have had four more interceptions today. Where, That's but New true. England just couldn't catch the ball. I mean, he threw some awful passes today. Yeah, he got away with at least two in the first half, no question. But I got to tell you, those two interceptions that New England came up with were two of the best I've ever seen. I mean, they were both basically taking taking the ball away from our receiver, both on chronically underthrown or errant. Mm-hmm throws and OB has made a point out of this the last two weeks we are in a dogfight of a game we are in every situational you know is critical you know every situation and and we cannot have any mistakes we've got to be at our why isn't there a quarterback coach, a coordinator, a coach, somebody talking, trying to settle this quarterback down? You know, OB, Brady's been around 19 years. Every time he sits on the bench, Josh McDaniels, like a parrot on his shoulder. Oh, here, look at this, look at this. Nobody does nothing with Trubisky. It should be the opposite. Trubisky's the, the, the novice. He should have five guys around him, you know, showing him things. And Brady should be the one over there with the gray hat pulled down looking at a cell phone. Yeah, well, honestly, you guys get a better look of what's going on, what they're showing on the sidelines than I do from way up high in the perch. Um, but I, I, I don't know what else to say about Trubisky today. It wasn't a good performance. Uh, he shouldn't be throwing the ball 50 times. That's for sure. The running, we got to talk about the running game. The running game is non existent. I, I don't, they, they got to figure that out and get that going. And that was actually probably the thing that Matt Nagy was most critical of after the game is that they cannot run the football and it's starting to become a big problem. That's and, his you know, fault. That first interception, why is, why, why is, how many times do we have to talk about this? This has been going on for like four or five years, you know, us all getting together after the game and wondering why Josh Bellamy's on the field. Yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, I, I don't know, but, Beyond that, the running game is Nagy's fault because he runs at hokey-dokey, bunch of wide receivers, running around. You don't have a lead fullback or a, a, a you know, you, you have four tight ends. Yeah, Chase Daniels have, in down on the five-yard line. Yeah, you have four tight ends on your roster. Put them in uh, motion and line them up like a fullback. That's on him. So if he says they're not running the ball, that's clearly his fault that they don't run the ball. Hey, Adam, you, I, yeah. I, there's, there's been some calls uh, both offensively and defensively, and and uh, I'm especially in the second half defensively. It seems what I've seen, we come apart more in the second half. First half, like we're in there, we're going good, but it seems the second half, whether they're still out of shape or whatever it is, but I'm going to tell you what, this one particular play, this is in the second quarter, it was uh, fourth down, fourth and one on a Chicago 42, okay? 
Brady drops back to pass. Now, who drops back in pass coverage? Mac and Floyd, who are our pass rushers. Yeah. They drop, both of them drop back in pass coverage. He completes the pass, what the hell, how many clean? He completed for 19 yards. But we take, we're paying these guys, this guy, a hundred and some odd million dollars. Who go, what is Floyd making? 20, 30 million? No. And you mean to tell me on fourth and one, you send two people, especially one that is a game changer, and you drop him back in pass coverage? That border's criminal to me. How stupid can you be? You drop Mack and Floyd, fourth and one, against Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. You're an idiot. Yeah, a couple things on that play. Completely agree with you on the personnel decisions. It wasn't just that play. They were going to uh, three down linemen and then taking Roquan Smith out of the game in those nickel situations. Number one draft choice. Yeah, and, and and Roquan, who, by the way, has shown a knack for being able to cover so far this season. It hasn't been perfect, but that's his job. It's not Khalil Mack's job. It shouldn't be Leonard Floyd's job, especially right. against James White when he gets juked out of his shoes on the touchdown earlier in the game. So I, I don't I don't have an answer for you on why they did that. We'll talk to Vic Fangio on Wednesday, that's our only or on Thursday, that's our only access to him. We don't get to talk to him after the game, but I certainly noticed that throughout the game. And by the way, I believe that's the, the play you're talking about was where they threw the fade to Josh Gordon right. on the right sideline exactly. on fourth and one. And I guess you what? That, guess what? That's scouting too, because you know who never turns his head around on those fades? Kyle Fuller. And so that's a lot of people call that a gutsy call, and it is. But Tom Brady to Josh Gordon with a guy who rarely ever locates the football on fades like that, it wasn't all that gutsy. It was actually a high percentage throw, I thought. The key is on a situation like that, he's <laughs> Come on. He. It, and and our, our number one most feared pass rusher in the National Football League and our other pass rusher, that's what they're on this team for, at that particular time against that quarterback, fourth and one, and we dropped those two guys back in pass coverage. If you just think about, I mean, how? I mean, I can't, I mean, I can't, I can't even come up. It, it blows my mind. Hey, what OB's saying is nobody in the league can stop Mac except Vic Fangio. Hey, hey Adam. <laughs> there you go. Before, before before you go up against the clock here, Adam, I, the, uh, at the end of the first half, they had the ball on the 40-yard line. They could, they could have kicked a 57-yard field goal. They could have thrown a Hail Mary in the end zone. Uh, they threw a dump off to yeah. Tariq Cohn. I uh, didn't like it. Uh, asked, I asked Nagy about that after the game. Well, uh, I about why they didn't kick a field goal, he said. With the wind blowing in, it was out of Parky's range. Fine, I don't. I would throw it to the end zone. He said that uh, one of the things you can try to do is maybe get a face mask penalty there or something. You're Ugh. basically praying for a penalty and hoping to get a field goal. That's what he said. That's what he said. But we saw on the hail mary at the end of the game that Mitch could have gotten the ball to the end zone because the yeah. one he threw, the actual hail mary, was farther back than what we had at the first half. It was a seventy-yard throw into, I mean, into that horrible win. He threw it seventy yards. At least yeah. he didn't throw it out of bounds like he right. did the other five fades. <laughs> Adam, you know what? This, you know, since I've been over here, I think this is what my third year here. This is the first time I've ever seen you be. Kind of negative against the Bears, really kind of negative, and and uh, 
and a little distraught a little bit about what the heck you saw today. Saying you're falling in love with Adam right now, Obi, is that no, what I'm not saying? It. I'm just telling you. Because Adam's that's, usually that's what optimistic. I'm seeing from him. He is, Usually right. he is very, very positive and whatever have you. And this is the first time I've ever seen, uh, you know, saying pulling out the negative here and there. He wants to eat the lunch at Hellas All tomorrow, so he's going <laughs> to take the high road. <laughs> even well, then. It's yeah, well, again, to summate the uh, the afternoon, the pigskin grifters blow another golden opportunity, right? Yeah. All right, let me give you one thought of optimism, though. The Jets and Bills are Thank the you. next two games. You can be 5-3, and three, which if can you, you zoom out. Well, can that, you? I mean, look, uh, I think you can, but with what we've seen, and certainly uh, especially the defense, I mean, they, they did not take the step forward that I thought they would this week after hey, last Adam, week's terrible with the Jets so. come, With the Jets coming in here next week, don't 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 play it like you think that this is going to be, I think, an easy victory. Football, oh, glory. We, we, you're fine. Uh, we got to go. Adam, you're the best. <laughs> All right. Whatever it was, Adam, it was good. There you go. All right, that's why they passed the big bucks. Quick timeout, 720 WGN. Desperation mode for Chicago. Rush coming. Trubisky steps up. Trubisky uncorks. Deep ball on the way. It is caught. But he couldn't get in. Stopped at the one. The Bears will fall short. Chicago came that close to a miracle toss. Yeah, that was a painful way to see it end. The Bears one yard away, Kevin White hauling in the bomb from Mitchell Trubisky, the Hail Mary. he smiled after and took pictures. Yeah. I, you know, I, I get it. I know it's today's world. Everybody's touchy-filly. But if you come up a yard short, let me ask all three of you guys. I wanted to get a flamethrower and burn the other I team would go on the bench. absolutely nuts. Right? Oh, you'd go insane. Insane. It's like they said back in the league forever for all of us. You know, excuses are like blank. Everybody has one and they all stink. Right. Right? Well, my <laughs> yeah, excuses smells, don't well, work. Mark's doesn't. It smells like roses, I edited right? myself. That's a fair point, Cuz. Thank you. Yeah. The, uh, the Mueller... Ed, would you agree? Yeah, I would. Absolutely. Let's do the Mueller Game Changing Moment, sponsored by the Mueller family of dealerships in Hoffman Estates, Gurney, Highland Park, and Merrillville. Okay. We talked about this in the break. The Game Changing Moment to me was... The New England Patriots were there to be had until they blocked the kick for a scoop and score, which basically, I think it shocked our team. It really did. It shocked our team. Yeah. But here's the point. They had Hightower, their big hotshot inside linebacker, in there on that special teams unit for a reason. They identified something, and... Our special teams coach, who, you know, what, what was his name now? Chris uh, Tabor. Okay. Well, Chris he'll Tabor. be Chris gone tomorrow. Okay, gone. Yeah, well, well the point is that, that was the moment where we're going to get the, you know, I mean, we're, we're punting the ball, and then we're going to get a chance to have a, a long field to play defense. Boom, bow, they score on a scoop and score. From that point on, it changed everything. Right. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. We've got some patient people out there, so let's get uh, let's serve the callers here. Uh, Brusty in McHenry, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. 
Well, listen, as long as I've been waiting, I've calmed down. I was going to call up and really start yelling and screaming about this is a fake football team. But you know what? It all boils down to really one thing, execution. We don't execute. We don't tackle. How do you tackle somebody with a shoulder? He spins off and goes in for a touchdown. You have to wrap them up. We don't do it. We don't have anybody that can catch a football until the last um, second of the game and we come up a yard short. That should tell us all about how they execute. They didn't practice uh, enough in the preseason. They took two games off, and then we wonder why we can't play a whole football game without getting tired. Right there is why. This is not this is new football. This ain't the football we're all used to. Thanks, Rusty. Rusty, you you. make some great points, but here's the point. Why do we have to get used to it? Why do we have to accept it? We don't you're the you know, I'm I'm there on the sidelines today and I'm looking up in the fans in the stands and they're come on bears they're they're desperately needing this team to reinforce their emotion, their their money, their 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 investment with their you know with a, a monetary uh, you know parking and hot dogs and seat licenses and tickets, and you know what? We don't even practice during the bye week, Ob. We don't even play our quarterback in the preseason, and we have to accept it. I don't want to accept it. I'm sick of it. And again, you know, we want to be positive. We want to be, oh, yeah, be you, Nagy. Well, I'm not liking so much of this be you nonsense now because we're coming up short. And you know what? New England was there to be had. And you know what? The grifters couldn't cut it. Boy, again, what a, what a, what a, what a great, great victory that could have been for the Chicago fans and for the, for those kids themselves. You know, they did. They played their heart, their hearts out, their hearts out. No, but did. what, what I've noticed, with this this coaching staff, guys, I'm going to tell you something. They, I, I do not like this coaching staff a little bit. I don't like Nagy's approach through exhibition season, which is let's do nothing, you know, and then we start the season. And I don't like us in the second half. In the second half, out of what two, three, four games, whatever it's been, we 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 can't stop anybody. We can't score any points, and this this has gone on too much. And boy, what topped it for me today with this coaching staff was to watch sit there and with that camera, and I believe this was their top national game today on TV, to see that camera with our quarterback sitting all by himself in the most critical, critical, critical time of the game, and not one person, not one person sitting with him, going over what should be ready. Here's let's go, let's have this, let's get ready. Here's what we got to do. Not one coach was there. And then again, and, and I know this is overkill, but you know what? It, it has to be said. Tom Brady, this is his 19th year, 17 of them starting with Bill Belichick. Okay? Tom Brady comes off every game. And by the way, he plays in the exhibition game, the third exhibition game of this past season. He played three that's quarters. When, that's when he everybody played three plays. Quarters. He played the entire first half. You know where Trubisky was? Nobody played. Nobody played. I I want to reiterate what Ed is saying, and it's important people understand this. Look, in the NFL, coaches are paid, and they're paid handsomely. And their job is to have the most talented players in the world and get them 
to even go higher. And so all Ed is saying is, look, win or lose, have your quarterback coach sitting with your young yeah, quarterback that is your franchise quarterback. Have him there every series talking to the kid and getting him prepared. And especially when we knew there yeah. was going to be 30 seconds left, just be by him and say, okay, here's the situation. We're going to be out of timeouts. Here's what you got to do. None of that happened. That's what Ed is trying to say in, yeah. a, in a nutshell. It's real simple. Go ahead, Jason. Quality coaches should be there to absolutely help quality players absolutely. become better. And you know what? And what I hear some great insight from the callers and everybody. Like you said, bringing it all together in one nutshell is you know talking about tackling fundamentals and just the the basics of coaching one on one with this young quarterback and and the the calls and those type of things. And you know what? It's football one on one. I still remember Joe Gibbs on the way to Super Bowl twenty six in there entering the playoffs and him just giving us the team pep talk. You know, with his raspy voice saying, you know what, guys? He goes, the greatest players in the world are the greatest at the fundamentals. And we went right out there on that field, and we just worked on foot stance, hand placement, pad level, hitting the sleds, you know, and playing like the Dan fundamentals. And that's why in the Hall of Fame, because right. he did the fundamentals right, right every play. The fundamentals are the best in the world. I think these coaches, these they outthink themselves sometimes. I watch it, and I'm like, guys, you're just outthinking yourselves. I mean, you're too complicated, and you turn into a big cluster. What? Instead well, of just being what? a great fundamental well, Wait a minute, coach. wait a minute. How about raising the damn bar? Let me tell you something. If if one of our corners would have run up there and put his head down and dove with his shoulder like yeah like Kyle Fuller does every play, which is horrible. he would he would not be on the field. He it, it's unacceptable. Right. Right. Okay, why doesn't Vic Fangio say the next one that does that? That guess what? Tomorrow, I don't give a damn what the NFL PA says. Players are saying, we're going to be out there and we're going to do live tackling. And we're going to do it until I feel like, well, you know what you do. You don't accept it. And I've no. seen it all year. And you know what? Rusty highlighted another reason why we're all saying, hey, let me tell you. You know, and I don't mean to take shots at Mac, but the first touchdown that was scored by uh, Edelman, Mac had him at the five-yard line and didn't, didn't tackle him. And, and Edelman, the last time I checked, he's not Earl Campbell. He ran out of an arm tackle, and yeah. and a li- the littlest guy on the field got in the end zone. Five okay. nine, one hundred and forty pounds. He's not Earl Campbell. Sir, just my 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 point here is is with this coaching staff, and I've said it for the past six weeks, not as seven weeks. This coaching staff is not a good coaching staff, folks. We could sit there, point out game after game, time after time, and I I just I'm amazed at the sheer stupidity of what goes on. How the hell could you not have somebody with Trubisky in a situation like this? Is it it's, it borders criminal? And let me tell you something. Maybe that could be one of the reasons why we lost the game. Maybe when we played Green Bay and we're winning twenty to nothing at halftime, and we come back in the second half, and the quarterback on one leg beats us. We don't score a point. We give up twenty four points in that loss. We play. Who else did we play? We gave up twenty four points here. Miami, Miami, Miami. Twenty four. Both of them in the second, in the second half, and and you just look at you can't find anybody. November the sixth, you have the power as we switch off here to influence the course of politics by following the most comprehensive local political news online. You want to change it? You vote. That's That's it. Plain and simple. Everybody, go out and vote. I, I don't care what your politics are, but. Place a vote. Otherwise, 
shut your mouth and don't ever complain again. You can again. follow the most comprehensive local political news online at chicagotribune.com slash midterms. And, of course, get out there and vote like Kaz is saying. You should stick around for after the break. Number one, we'll get back to... Uh, and I get to read the injury commercial again, we, too. We're Kaz- so we'll and stick we got, around for we that. we got four calls we got to knock out before we get out of here. Well, let's get to the calls. Yeah, but we got to hear Kaz do his read. Okay. Coming back, coming back, coming back. Oh, at, coming at, back. At, I was ready this time. Yeah, we'll see after this brief timeout. We're going to get to you, callers. 720 WGN. Great job. Back to the Hampton. Fantastic. All right, get Here's all I'm saying, Ed. When you when you give a guy that's dyslexic a new commercial and expect him to read it, how's it going to sound? See, <laughs> right? It's going to sound like I just read it. Oh, so there you go. See, now this is you not owning the fact that that commercial was handed to you a good half hour in advance. No, BS. You gave it to me a minute uh, before oh, it was time to read. Oh, okay. There was no coach. I feel like now. I feel like uh, the quarterback for the Bears. No coach on the <laughs> sideline. Thirty seconds to no, go. But you're in control and, of the huddle. And, and I'm sitting there. Me, I got their backs well, I know Ed has my back, BS. and Dan's got yeah, my I, I back. Yeah, I thought you're Jason a genius. Has my you, back. I thought Kaz the genius. He improvised. Me. Right. Yeah. I did make up most of that. Commercial. He made it beautiful. <laughs> All I know is uh, let's hit the calls. Man Come on, law. we got to get him in. They've been yeah. holding. If, I just know that if I have a problem, I'm going to the Man City Law Group brought to you by Kaz because that was inspiring. Well, Matt, you don't punch a button, you're going to have a problem. Matt on the northwest side, welcome to Hamp OB with Kaz on 720 WGN. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, guys, another great show. Uh, OB, you converted me. Uh, this, this kid will never will never win with this kid. No, I, got, I'm going to tell yeah. you something. I don't know how long, whatever, but I'll tell you what. Quarterbacks, you watch the quarterbacks. And what the rules are in this league, you watch them, how they throw that football. They're on, they're on. Just Brady, they're all there. Do they miss fire every once in a while? Yeah. Watch this kid. It's week after week after week. If this press would be on us and everybody and tell you what's going on, this kid misfires more than he's on. And I know Mark's got a thing that he's fourth with percentage hitting 70%, but we're a dink and dunk team. That's because he, Mark doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, okay let's get to he, the next call. He, he also threw for 950 yards the last two weeks. Hey, hey, Mark, get to the next call. No, what okay. team in the NFL tonight would trade their quarterback for ours? The, Nobody. Uh, Maybe they, Miami. On. And guess what? That's Tannehill, they not would, Osweiler. He just beat us. The Buffalo Bills were No, the f- they got Josh Allen. They love him, and, he, and he's going to be Paul Bunyan with a football. <laughs> okay. Yes, Let's he go. is Paul Bunyan with a football. Go to the next John, caller. John on the, relax. John on the north side. Welcome to 720 WGN. What's up, John? Hey, great show you guys have here. Thanks, Eddie, John. you're still on my thunder. You know that? <laughs> you stole this thunder. And I'm 83 years old, so you should get off of that while I get my 15 minutes of fame. Okay, buddy? Let that it roll. Coaching staff, you're right, pal. You know, Nagy should take that card he has and give it to somebody else to call the plays and watch out what's going on in the field. Or put it where the sun doesn't shine. All right, John. Way to bring Johnny, it in. Thank in his, you. In his eighties, coming out with eighty three. Sun don't shine. Red awesome. Red. That's old Chicago, right there. there. Right there. You're darn right. Oh, but wait a minute. If that was a, a passer rating, then Jeez. Mark would love him. Oh, Mark would yeah. love it though, because it was. Uh, you know, he had a seventy hey, percent completion. John. Good call. Ten touchdowns the last two weeks. Hey, Mark, okay. next call. Stop Your job you. is just to push the button. Dave in South Florida. What's up? Welcome to WGN. Hey, guys, it's an honor and privilege and pleasure to speak to three great bears. You're welcome, Dave. Uh, 
Guys, I was at that game last week, and I don't want to harp on last week, but you had 80% Bears fans that filled that stadium. And then we followed that up with this debacle from this week. The coaching, I agree with you, Ed, the coaching is garbage. Coaching is garbage. Trubisky will never be a first-tier quarterback. I'm frustrated, and we're all the way in South Florida. I guarantee I just want to let you guys know there was about eighty percent Bears fans that filled that stadium in Hard Rock. Were you there, Dave? Just, yeah, he was. He yes, said I that. was there, buddy. What, what are you? Goofy? Good job, Dave. You don't listen. Good job, Dave. My bad. Listening is a skill, Mark. Dave, anything else you want to add? No, I just want to say you guys are awesome. I listen. I, I try and catch you guys on my on my phone. You guys keep doing a good job. We're, we are, we you have Bears fans everywhere, and I'm frustrated. Thanks, Dave. We're not going to accept this the, the psycho Garbage. babble. Oh, right. we got your back, all this crap. We're going to hold their feet to the fire. Thank Bla- you, Dave. Blackhawks hockey at the bottom of the hour. Hey, Mike, real quick. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, thanks, guys. Well, I appreciate your honesty, passion, and uh, your keen insight. Can somebody answer why we keep giving up the, uh, the coin toss first uh, a quarter or first play when we should be trying to score every chance we get on that field. Good question, Mike. We'll give you a $50 gift card to Bartolini's for that hang on. Uh, it's, uh, Bartol- the same reason we didn't call timeouts at the end of the first <laughs> half and the end of the game <laughs> yeah. last week. They're scared of our quarterback. They'd rather let them have it and get our defense. Hope Hopefully, our defense wins. Right. Yeah. Oh, the last time we read the uh, Tribune, we had a great defense. Remember? That was, oh, wait the a minute. The greatest that's, defense of all time. Yeah, that, that's when we're, we're playing against Tampa Bay. $50. Well, how, 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 no, no. Quick. Go ahead. I, I just say real quick here. How about we're playing Green Bay? Probably might even go down. One of the greatest, certainly one, two, or three in the history of this game. Aaron Rodgers. We win the coin coin flip, and what do we do? We don't take the ball. We give it to we we kick off and we give it to Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. Bang! Eighty yards right down the field. Touchdown. Say goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bears and the New York Jets. The Bears are about to go on a four-game winning streak. They're going to be seven and three in four weeks. Mark Hope it down. So. Uh, mark it down. Fifty dollars to Bartolini's of uh, to our last caller. Congratulations. Uh, One hundred and forty-four. The Pulaski in Midlothian. Thank you so much for listening today. Blackhawks hockey is coming up next. Uh, Jason Buck. Thank you for being our special guest yeah. in studio today. It was awesome to have you, Kaz. Can't wait to discuss the show further with you after the program here. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, the- nothing like just scripting it out beautifully. Right. Hampleby and Cos, we'll see you next next Sunday at noon, 720 WGN.